In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Leviticus chapter 1, verses 3 through 9, where I'll answer the question, what is happening with burnt offerings? Leviticus chapter 1, verses 3 through 9 says, If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male without blemish. He shall bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting, that he may be accepted before the Lord. He shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him. Then he shall kill the bull before the Lord, and Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and throw the blood against the sides of the altar that is at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Then he shall flay the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. And the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the pieces, the head and the fat, on the wood that is on the fire on the altar. But its entrails and its legs he shall wash with water. And the priests shall burn all of it on the altar as a burnt offering, a food offering, with a pleasing aroma to the Lord." Burnt offerings are something that happened pretty frequently in the Bible, but it's something that very rarely happens in today's culture. So oftentimes we have to wrap our minds around this practice that's taking place that we don't necessarily understand, that we're not familiar with. But essentially what would happen is this. When people wanted to ask for forgiveness from God, when people wanted to make atonement for sin, when people wanted to ask for the Lord's blessing in some manner or other, or to give thanks to God, they might offer up a burnt offering. And a burnt offering is one of the greatest and most significant sacrifices that the people of Israel would make. So here are three thoughts from Leviticus chapter 1, verses 3 through 9, answering the question, what is happening with burnt offerings? Thought number one, significant sacrifice. If you were paying attention during that passage, what you found out and discovered is that when you were offering a burnt offering, the entire animal was sacrificed. So everything, every last bit of it, except for the skin, which went to the priests, was burnt up. Oftentimes with sacrifices in the Old Testament, you would sacrifice the animal, a piece of the animal would be burnt up, offered to the Lord, and then you would eat and celebrate with the rest of it. Or a portion of the meat would go to the priests and they would have that as their payment for the services that they're providing. But with a burnt offering, the entire animal is destroyed. You're offering the whole thing up to the Lord. So there's no celebratory meal that goes along with it. You're burning up the entire animal to God, which is a significant cost for the person offering up the sacrifice. Thought number two, identified with man. One of the things that would happen with the burnt offering is that the man who is about to kill the animal would place their hand on its head. And in placing the hand on the head of the animal, what the man is doing is identifying himself with that animal and then killing the animal. The reason why this happens is so that that individual would be identified with that animal that's dying before God. So the Lord would know and everybody there participating knows, the person who's killing the animal knows that this is symbolizing the death of the person. It's a significant thing. You place the animal on the head and you're placing your identity with that animal. This is how the people of Israel would communicate the great severity of the action of the burnt offering. Thought number three, representative of God. After the animal is killed, 
the priests come and they perform their priestly duties. And their priestly duties include things like arranging the animal on the altar, arranging it on the fire to make sure that it all is consumed in the fire. They take the blood and they sprinkle it on the sides of the altar. And all of this is to represent the Lord's acceptance of the sacrifice. So you have two symbolic things going on. The man is symbolically identifying themselves with the animal that's being sacrificed. And the priests are symbolizing the acceptance of the sacrifice by God by putting it on the altar, by sprinkling the blood around the altar. All of this symbolism is to show and demonstrate that the person who's offering up this sacrifice recognizes that all things come from God, that God is the source of this animal. He's the source of life itself. And because of that, it's appropriate to offer up sacrifices to him. The burnt offering is the way that the people of Israel would demonstrate their fidelity to God. It's how they would demonstrate the seriousness with which they are taking worship because it was significant in cost, because they're self-identifying with the animal, and because God is identified by the work of the priests there in that action. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Leviticus chapters 1 through 3. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.